tired of the prices at the pump? I think everybody is. This is Chicago's Afternoon News. Thank you for joining us. On the phone is Phil Flynn. He is a senior energy analyst at the Price Futures Group and a Fox Business Network contributor. He is one of the world's leading market analysts. Break it down. Why are we paying so much for gas right now, Phil? It's not my fault, Lisa. I promise you. That's the first thing I want to say, because oil analyst guys are the first guys to get blamed. So it's not my fault. But, it, you know, it's been a combination of factors uh, that haven't been very pretty, right? Uh, we have a rebounding demand because of the COVID situation. Uh, we have a situation where we could have a war between Russia and the Ukraine that could disrupt supply. But I think a big reason why we're where we're at is that we've had this war against fossil fuels in this country and around the world, and it's caused a lot of investment to go to other places that normally would go into fossil fuels. And I think that now we realize that's leaving us short of supply. So uh, we're paying three twenty nine to three sixty four in the Burbs. Rockford is about three twenty. Berwyn is three sixty nine. Obviously, a lot more here in the city, and a lot of that has to do with the taxes. Uh, they said, I think, generally in Chicago, it's close to seventy eight cents when you factor in all of the taxes. And I don't mm-hmm. know that you know dropping any of those is going to make that big of a difference. But could you address the lifting sanctions against Iran that would unleash a million mm-hmm. barrels a day? Is that going to drop the price? or does that have not any impact whatsoever? I think it's going to help um, if that happens. But there's a lot of question whether or not Iran has that much more oil to sell. Because what's been happening is Iran has been cheating on sanctions and they've been going unchecked from the Biden administration, mainly because the Biden administration wants them to come back into this deal. So the estimates... Uh, are roughly about a million barrels a day. The problem is, even if we get that million barrels a day, OPEC as a group is undershooting their targets by 700,000 barrels a day. So even though a million barrels sounds like a lot of oil, when you compare it to what OPEC is uh, underproducing, it really isn't that much oil on a global market. Uh, basis. This is Phil Flynn. He's a Fox Business Network contributor and senior account executive and market analyst at the Price Futures Group. Uh, so gas prices right now, is it fair to say at their highest level in eight years? I feel like I paid more a few years ago. Right. I think but you go to those fancy gas stations, that's why. You know, you know, you go to the, the Richie neighborhoods, probably the one next to the old rock and roll McDonalds, which always you know, when we did T V hits for Fox News or Fox Business, we'd run over there because they always had the highest prices. But yeah, I think in Chicago we've had situations, you know, when we talk about the highest level in seven years, you you're looking at a national average. You know, over the last couple of years you've had things in Chicago like when the Whiting refinery goes down where you know, Chicago prices spike way up and, you know, other parts of the country are not that much up. So we're looking at a national. So it's very possible that you did experience a higher price uh, at one point or another. But I think when you look at the trend nationwide when it comes to gasoline uh, prices and demand, uh, it's very disturbing. Um, You know, our refining capacity in this country is a lot lower than it used to be. And, you know, there were a lot of predictions just a few years ago that we, you know, wouldn't be using as much gasoline, right? We'd be driving electric cars, you know, we're going to hit peak demand, you know, alternative energy and all that good stuff. Well, that hasn't happened. The reality is, most Chicagoans are dependent on gasoline prices. They hurt 
really bad when prices go up financially. And now this is causing inflation in other sectors. You know, what you're seeing in gasoline prices is reflective of oil, which is reflective of fertilizer prices and food prices and transportation. You add it all up to, you know, oil's a big reason why we're seeing this runaway inflation number. Uh, we talk a lot about gas prices, but I'm married to a farmer, and let me tell you that fertilizer is getting a little out of control. Um, and, and I'm a Thornton's and Casey's girl because I'm in the city Monday through Friday, but I've got a foot in the farm on the weekend. So I go for the cheapest gas I can buy. I don't know if that's good for my car, but that's what I do. From 815, Phil, they said you want to pay less at the pump, drive the speed limit, avoid quick acceleration, and plan your trips. If we use our fuel wisely, demand and price goes down, and a great benefit, we help slow climate change. How do you react to that? That doesn't sound like a lot of fun going the speed limit, especially down the Dan Ryan. I'm just saying, I mean, you're going to get run over. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, listen, I mean, all of those tips are nice. It kind of remembers, I remember when President Obama, you know, became president and the first time gasoline prices went through the roof, he's like, well, there's really not much I can do, but put more air in your tires. And he kind of <laughs> got, you know, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, in theory that helps. But listen, when when people are seeing prices go up 10 or 13 cents a week, you know, and, and we have a possibility that we could be saying you know, if, if if a war breaks out in Ukraine, you could be paying five dollars a gallon for gasoline or more. Uh, you know, th- those tips are nice, uh, but they really don't make you feel bad. And you know, getting back to climate change, obviously a problem. We have to transition off of fossil fuels, but we have to do that with the balance in the realization that we don't have, you know, alternatives set up overnight. So, you know, don't burn down the house of oil and gas production before the alternatives in place or consumers are going to feel the pain um, and um, they're, they're going to be hurt economically. And that's what we're seeing. Well, we're already being hurt with the inflation. I mean, it's just crazy. This is Phil Flynn. He's a senior energy analyst at the Price Futures Group and a Fox Business Network contributor. He's one of the world's leading market, market analysts. I, I don't care whether it was Obama or Trump or Biden. I never thought, oh, the, I'm, I'm going to blame the president for the price that I'm paying at the pump. It, it, it seems know, that most people yeah. do, though. So what's, what is the correlation right. there? You know, years ago, um, you know, oil analysts would tell you, well, the president, when it comes to gasoline prices, it's really out of his control, right? Um, and they were saying, well, it's the economy, it's supply and demand. Um, and I think that all changed with me, of course, when, you know, President Trump, you know, he said, I, you know, he, you know, we're going to tweet to OPEC. You guys got to produce more oil. And I'm like, you can't tweet more oil on the, out of the ground. <laughs> right. But he did. You know what happened? <laughs> OPEC rates production prices coming out. Uh, you know, you know, the president. Um, as the president once magically said, President Obama said, I don't have a magic wand. And our energy secretary, um, Jennifer Granholm, just recently used the magic wand. We don't have a magic wand for prices. The reality is, is that more than ever, energy policy does have an impact on prices, right? Under President Biden, the first thing he did was send a message to the energy industry that there's a new sheriff in town. Um, he canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. He shut down, you know, um, drilling moratoriums. He threatened to put more taxes on oil and gas companies. And while you may agree with that, and people may, and say, oh, that's a good thing to get the big oil companies, 
fine. But just remember who pays the price for all of those uh, regulations. You do. But the oil companies are still making a profit. It's not like they're taking a big hit, correct? Yeah. But you know what? It also, you know, people say, oh, they're making money. You know, it's not like printing money. You know, it's kind of funny. A few years ago, they you know, there was the congressmen were using a term. Oil companies are making obscene profits, right? Well, during COVID-19, they were losing money, millions and billions. So I, I, I guess those were PG profits or PG losses. I don't know how you rate those, right? Hey, you Al, know, Al um, has a quick question. Let's do this before we jump to news. Al, sure. what is your question for so, Phil? Now, I pay road tax on my gas and everything else, okay? What about these electric cars? Are they going to start taxing these people to use the roads? Uh, they, that's a good, good question, and I think they're going to at some point. But right now, they're being subsidized by the government right now. And it's kind of interesting. You know, President Biden, a big part of his agenda is to electrify the nation. He's talking about building charging stations. He's talking about building electric cars. Um, two things about that. Number one, you know, Detroit really came came out and said, well, yeah, we're going to build electric cars, but we wouldn't have done it unless the government was subsidizing us. So and can you make number two really quick? Because we're up against, I got to throw it to the yeah. news. Number two, number number two. I forgot number two, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where can people find you? Where can they read what you write online? Oh, you can get the Phil Flynn Daily Energy Report. Just email me at pflynn at pricegroup.com, pflynn at pricegroup.com, or call me at 888-264-5665, and it's free. I promise you, I won't charge you anything. <laughs> I love having you on Chicago's Afternoon News, and you know how it goes. we got to get to the news. Thank you for being so gracious. Thanks, Lisa.